Leander Pace is here, 1st of October on Z5, all over the planet. Breakpoint, it's a series that you absolutely have to watch and get the kids to watch it. The next generation must know the legacy that uh, they are walking into, which is Leander Pace and Mahesh Bhupati. Lovely to see you. I hope Yana, Uncle Ves, yourself uh, have taken your vaccines and are all safe and healthy, my bud. We're doing good, Machi. All the vaccines have been taken and... Uh Obviously, dad being a doctor and, uh, you know, a frontline worker, he got his vaccines first. Also with his Parkinson's, had to protect him and mom. And uh, some good news is Ayana just got a scholarship to the ING Tennis Academy. And, Wonderful. Uh, to, uh, on her journey of uh, creating history herself. Really, that's magic to see the next generation do what they're doing. So I spoke to Mahesh. We haven't released that interview as yet because uh, for obvious reasons, <laughs> I, want, I want the Leander Pace one to go out first. But I asked him, I said, what is that one quality of Lee that you most admire? And he said it was your generosity. And I couldn't agree more. And, you know, he says you, you, everybody knows you to be generous with your time, your resources. You always have time for people, everything. Let me flip that question. What's that one quality of Mahesh that you think is pretty admirable? I think his ability to believe in a dream and to work for it. I have tremendous respect for Mahesh in that, on what we achieved together. And even though we are so different as people, like you know, that we respect each other's differences. That's what I really like about him. You see, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm going to cut to the chase because I saw you on top of the world. And I just don't mean the doubles world, but even, you know, see all that single success. When in that whole era, you could have picked up the phone and called anyone and anyone would have partnered with Leander Pace. Single specialist, double specialist, anybody. I'm talking people like Andre, Pete, and the double specialists of the world. What made you at that point of time decide to sacrifice being or partnering anybody on the planet, given the goodwill that you have on the ATP tour, and choose this boy at the time, Leander? You know, you are one of my confidants, Rishi. And uh, even when I asked you at that time, it was 1995. Every one of my team was dissuading me against making this decision. And whether it was Mr. Nadesh Kumar, my Davis Cup captain, or whether it was Nandan Bal, or whether it was my dad, whether it was you, whether it was my mom, whether it was Aunt Julie, whether it was everybody on my team was like, no, you should not do this. You're already achieved in singles. You're already in the top 75 in singles. You're already winning Olympic medals in singles. Stick with your singles. And at the same time, they were like, even if you're doing doubles, you're winning with Sebastian LaRue and uh, Kevin Aliyat. So stick with that. You're already making the semifinals and, and, and finals and winning tournaments. So the main reason why I made this decision to get straight to your answer is I wanted to prove to India and to Indians that we can be world leaders. Mahesh and myself are the first Indian team to be number one in the world in anything. And I am very patriotic, as you know. And we grew up with that passion to believe in our dreams. Our parents instilled that in us. And I feel that I went against my whole team because I really wanted to prove that we Indians can win Wimbledon and be the best in the world. In a sport like tennis, which did not have a, a guidelines on how to be world leaders. It did not have a manual on how to win Wimbledon. Growing up around women, Leander, Jackie, Maria, your wonderful sisters, your grandmother in Goa, Auntie Usha Uthup, my mother, your childhood friend Bobo Shahid's mother, Mrs. Maggie Amritraj, your learnings from all these feisty, strong women. I've never seen a man more graceful with ladies and your learnings from all these wonderful ladies. I think we were very fortunate to have mothers in the house that taught us right from wrong. I think we are very fortunate to have siblings in Jackie and Maria and Anjali and our aunties around who 
taught us how to do things right as a gentleman, taught us how to treat women equals and give respect and collaborate together. So equality was a huge thing growing up in Calcutta. And I think when you see powerful women when you grow up who not only can conduct businesses, but can run houses, can be phenomenal in the workspace and yet come home and be amazing in the home space and yet be phenomenal mothers. I think it comes just very naturally, uh, Rishike. There's not even a debate or a question. I mean, if, if I look at Ma'am Innes, our principal in junior school at La Martinia, you know, as much as she walked around with a cane in her hand and scared the bejesus out of all of us, the way that she took you and me and Sunny under our wing because we showed her respect. I think we were very fortunate to be brought up in a culture and in a society where every all the adults in that society took part in the upbringing of the children. It wasn't that your amma would not take care of my lunches or my breakfast or correct me if I needed to do something better. Amma was always there for her. Auntie Julie, for you, was always there for you. Auntie Usha Utup, who is the first rock star that I ever saw. We would go to Kalamandir and sit behind the, the curtains backstage and watch Auntie Usha perform and uh, razzle-dazzle this whole audience in front of her. You know, and uh, that's how I learned how... Stars are made to watch Auntie Usha with her beautiful Kanchivaram sari and her bindi on her forehead and her bangles on her on her forearms and the way she'd go out there with the mic and interact with the crowd. Also taught me when I played at Wimbledon or when I played at the French Open at Philippe Chatria Stadium on how to get the crowd into the match and how to get them on your side because you might need them on a day that you're not performing well. So I think that, you know, we were very fortunate in our upbringing. You know, we didn't have smart gadgets and smartphones and uh, things to distract us and always have computer screen time. We grew up real. We grew up that as soon as you finished school, you were out in the playground playing. And when the streetlights came on, you were back home to do homework. <laughs> you know, and that was a hell of an upbringing. And I feel really blessed to have friends and brothers like you and, and Sunny and, and uh, in the way but I, I, I feel really blessed to have brothers like you and, and Sunny who not just we've known each other since we were three years of age. We've seen each other in the highs and lows of life and we've supported each other unconditionally. But you guys were brothers that I looked up to. I would not have been a tennis player if it wasn't for you. When we went to that Davis Cup in South Club and I remember we were playing against Czechoslovakia, which has now become... The Czech Republic, <laughs> you know, and Slovakia's independence. But when you're playing against Czechoslovakia and Anand Amritraj and Vijay Amritraj were there and they, they said, you know, we're having tryouts for bats. I pushed you forward. I said, you're the tennis player. You are so much better than me in tennis. And I said, you are the one who should try out. They will select you. But you gave me your tennis racket and you said, no, you go play. They want you. And I said, what do I do? And you said, just go out there and chase every ball as hard as you can. Even though you don't know how to hit forehands and backhands clean, I still don't know how to hit forehands and backhands clean. Andre Agassi will vouch for that in open in his book. But I followed your guidance on the tennis court, off the tennis court, in school. Even today, I lean on you for advice with Ayana. And I feel blessed to have people like you in my life, Rishike, because you shaped society. You shaped me as a young man and made me believe in a dream that was large, that I wanted to be an Olympic champion. I wanted to be a Wimbledon champion. And in my first passion, which was football, that I had to give up. You're the one who pushed me to tennis. So put it in simple words, I wouldn't be a man of who I am today without you in my life. And I'm very, very grateful for you. I'm very touched, my friend. Apart from the great Dr. Vespace, Uncle Ves, a man whose uh, heart is the size of uh, planet Earth, one knows of Naresh Kumar's influence in your life. But not enough is said of Bob Carmichael. 
and Bob was was that father figure. Bob was somebody you could turn to when Sunny Uthup was not around. I was not around. Naresh wasn't around. Even when Uncle West was not around. Talk to me about Bob Carmichael, please. Bob's ethics and values still speak behind me right throughout my whole life. Every day when I wake up till I sleep, I still remember that deep Australian accent behind me because he used to stand behind me on the tennis court and used to shout out instructions. He should used to shout out mental instructions or emotional instructions, not just tennis technique. But those guidelines of nails, as he was called, and he was called nails because in the summer months he would play tennis, but in the winter months, because air travel was not prevalent back in the 50s and 60s when he played, that he would stay in England or in Europe in the wintertime and he used to be a carpenter and he used to build houses and he used to go on top of rooms, of roofs with a little pack of nails and his hammer and his tools and he would help build houses and to earn a living. And at night he would go into the underground boxing leagues and box to, to earn a living. So Nails was a, a tough nut. He was quite a character. And he taught Mahesh and myself how to win in doubles. If there was one person that was responsible to believe in Leander Mahesh, when both our teams didn't believe in us, it was Nails. Bob Carmichael taught us the nuances of where I must play my off-backhand return to bring Mahesh into the game, or where Mahesh must hit his backhand return to bring Leander into the game. And he taught us how winning is done. And uh, when I came out of the MD Anderson in 2003 with my tumor scare, the day I came out of the MD Anderson, Bob uh, had a heart attack and, and passed on. But he left behind amazing values and, and systems and, and ethics in the likes of a Patrick Rafter, who he coached, or a Mark Philippoussis, who he coached, or the Australian Davis Cup team, or Leander and Mahesh, or his son, Lewis, who's my godson, uh, carries on his legacy. And uh, Bob's wife, Teresa, a Japanese Hawaiian beautiful lady, comes and watches all my matches at the Australian Open. And I'm very indebted to that family as well for persevering and, and sharing their lives with me. So Bob is also another person who is hugely responsible for the Indian Express's journey. You know, a lot of people don't know that you are a keen student of anything that you take up. I remember being on the sets of Rajdhani Express, the movie with you, and you were constantly asking questions of your director, making friends with the cinematographer. And, you know, you have to be able to trust somebody cinematically. Now, Nitesh Tiwari made a movie on wrestling with your tennis and squash buddy Amir Khan, Dangal. And Ashwini made a movie on Kabaddi with Kangana Ranaut. Did that influence your decision? Because sport is sport. Being an athlete is being an athlete. A wrestler, a Kabaddi player, and now a tennis player. Talk to me about this couple. You are brilliant. You're right on the pulse of it. And I can tell you about Ashwini Ayer Tiwari and Nitesh Tiwari on the genius of their craft. I can tell you about their passion for sport. Nitesh is an encyclopedia on football, cricket, and tennis. When he was sitting in my office here just before we signed to do this docuseries together, he started rattling off stats on my career that I had to look up. But when we sat on this office up here and we did many conversations about the storyboarding and should it be a feature film or should it be a docuseries or should it be in English or should it be bilingual or should it be multiple languages or which is the platform to take or even sitting with the creative team and Piyush and all the writers on what were the, the different stories in each episode. And every episode touches on the highs and lows of human emotion. I can tell you that my main belief in doing Breakpoint was in the genius and the human skills of Ashwini and Nitesh Tiwari. They are so true to their craft. 
that when Nitesh Bhai would sit on the right of camera through every shot I did, it was like us just having a conversation and the cameras were rolling. We didn't use actors. We gave it straight the raw and sweat and bones of this story. We gave it everything real. We gave it with all the passion that you know of me. And the reason I was able to do that was because I had faith in Ashwini and Nitesh and in Piyush that they would protect my conversation and keep it real. And in that also the brotherhood that Mahesh and myself have been able to heal through the making of Breakpoint through the last 18 months, we've been able to laugh at ourselves. We've been able to look back and tell each other, you know what, I wish you didn't do that or I wish you didn't do this. Or you know what, if you had done this and just picked up a phone and spoken to me, who cares who your coach was or not? We knew what he was doing. As you so rightly put, when you were you know, in this docuseries telling the truth of, of your uh, relationship with I, and you were right in the middle of the Leander and Mahesh journey. In fact, I remember when I came back from a Grand Slam, you put me on the back of your bike because we didn't have enough time to get all the way from Kolaba in town where we were doing one gig there, all the way to, I think it was Juhu, where we were doing another gig there. And you actually turned to me and you said, are you sure you want to be on this bike? I'm like, it's you, right? Let's do this. And we weaved through traffic in Bombay and people were, you know, like screaming out to us and high-fiving and all sorts of cheering was going on. But I think as you know me, Rishike, the most important thing in life is passion, truth and values. And I think that's what Ashwini and Nitesh brought to the storyboard. They take you through the human emotions and different perspectives of each individual. And that's what I respect them for. See, no disrespect to Mahesh, but people talk about how you were the twins in the 90s and how similar you were. And I very politely correct them saying Leander had a patron or Leander had exquisite style sense. So he picked up a boss suit. And then Mahesh as the younger brother wore that boss suit. So they looked good together in boss suits. Leander would love the Backstreet Boys. I mean, we would sing out aloud at karaoke, whether it's at uh, a Marine Drive just around uh, the corner or at Soul Fry. Then Mahesh picked up on that. Leander loved Mr. Bachchan movies. And Mahesh as a younger brother affectionately maybe picked up on that. So it's not so much the similarities. Uh, yeah, maybe you guys are both Geminis. But would you agree with me? Would you agree with me that as an elder brother for a brief while, there were a lot of things that Mahesh did look up to you. As with most relationship with siblings, things are at, at one point. But there was a time when there was a semi-hero worship. I've got to firstly thank you for my uh, taste in music. I think all those Rolling Stones magazines that you had in your <laughs> cupboard at Shraddha Apartments, uh, I would read through them in my spare time when you were at work earning a living. And uh, a lot of my musical knowledge comes thanks to you. I'm sure that, as Mahesh would tell you himself, that he grew up watching Leander play and you know doing what I did in Davis Cup and the Olympics. And I'm sure that, yes, my passion for uh, Bachan Sai uh, was something my Mahesh picked up on or my passion for Hugo Boss suits is something he picked up on or as much as, you know, I would in the initial stages of our partnership, I would decide what time we'd practice or where we would eat or who, which corporates we would actually befriend and min mingle with because they were the corporates with class and style. I'm sure that in the beginning, he followed a lot of it because of his adulation or his friendship or his younger brother looking to the elder brother for guidance. I'm sure that was some of it. But I feel just as any brotherhood, that as he grew in his own stature and as he grew winning his own Grand Slams and as he grew with his own team and his team telling him that, hey, you have to be different also, that uh, he carved out his own career and beautifully well. Uh, he carved out, you know, 
laurels for himself and beautifully well. And I also think that he also tried to carve out his own business sense or his own ethics or his own uh, style in doing things. But there's no doubt for sure that I'll agree with you that we are very different. Our personalities are different. Our characters are different. Our demeanors are different. We look different. We behave different. Our take on life, our value systems are different. But I think that's the yin and yang. I think that's what completes us. Some things that Mahesh can do, I can never do. And some things I can do, he can never do. And I think that's what allowed us to win Wimbledon. That's what allowed us to be number one in the world because we were the perfect match. We completed each other. But I also think that's where the cracks came in. I also think that when cracks do come in, your ethics, your values, the way you conduct yourself is how things are mended. And I think that there's a reason, very valid, that because we are so different, as much as we tried to keep mending that relationship several times, especially on the court, that it broke. But off the court, I'm very yeah, grateful yeah. to him for the respect that we have for each other. Very grateful to him for achieving the great things we've done together. And uh, I will always respect him as a younger brother. Always will. The promo says you don't want to relive it. He says he wants to. Is it because of the pain? Because we're human. Sometimes we want to go into our shell and protect ourselves. You know me too well. I think with the personality and the value systems that I have, once bitten, twice shy. And I also knew that I could have won Grand Slams with Kevin Aliat. I made the quarterfinals of the Australian Open, Wimbledon with him. I could have won Grand Slams with Sebastian LaRue. I made the semifinals with him. We were in the what top 10 in the world already. I also had a great singles career that I gave up for the partnership with Mahesh. So I think that in that, there's a lot there, you know, that would make me believe that maybe I wouldn't have done it again. But as much as hindsight is twenty twenty, I have so much respect for what we have done together. I have so much respect that the same man who's on your shirt, Roger Federer, we beat in many matches, including in the Beijing Olympics. You know, and I have so much respect that Mahesh and myself can go down in history for creating many world records. And I think that's what I'd like to live with is remember the, the younger brother that I love and, and respect for watching Shole so many times together, for eating desi food in different parts of the world or for having a giggle and a laugh even like 20 minutes ago about something that really is so like non-tangible, but it's just funny because why we just get it. We're both Geminis. He's 7th of June, I'm 17th of June. And we just get each other. And we also have respect for our differences. And that's the cool part. Last couple of questions. I remember John McEnroe, Johnny Mac, telling you one day, Mayesh and you, did you guys win today? Or is that a stupid question? Because you guys were number one in the world and you were winning everything. There's so many matches that I can go on and on about it to take all day. But as a man who used to try and take you to Club Nine, to all these pubs and this and that, and try and get you to drink, you would not touch wine, you would not touch champagne. So I can't even ask you what you were on. But in 1997 against Chile, you played my oh my. All those tries, you beat Silverstein. Then you and Mahesh get together and beat Masu and Rios. And, uh, you know, we all know what a five-set thriller that was. And we won 3-2. My God, it must have sapped the living daylights out of you. I know it was a younger Leander Pace, but, uh, you know, playing everything, playing the singles and the reverse singles and the doubles, it must have been one of your memorable wins, apart from uh, the, all the Grand Slams that you guys picked up together. Rishi, as we've discussed so many times, I think that uh, success is a way of life. I think being a champion has a quality lifestyle that you have to live. Now, some people call it sacrifice. Some people call it too hard. Some people call it giving up childhood and, and living a regimented uh, lifestyle. I just call it passion. I mean, if you have to achieve something, you have to do what it takes to achieve that goal. And 
for me, I've never needed the alcohol or the smokes or the drugs or the, the, the highs, so to say. I've never needed all of that, you know, because I've got great mind control. I've got great body control. I've got great emotional control. And my coaches have taught me well. My parents have taught me well. You have taught me well. So I feel like living a quality life breeds success. So we had 4.30 morning, a.m. morning uh, starts in that. You wake up at 4.30 and you're at the tennis courts at 5 o'clock and your whole day started. So there was no way you could have late nights or party or drink or, you know, do any sort of substances because you're in a physical job. You're only as good as some people call it the temple. I call it the machine. So I had to keep my machine healthy and, and, and vibrant and, and responsive, you know, to fraction of a second movements because a tennis ball comes at you at, you know, 240 clicks an hour. So in that, I feel that in all the Davis Cup matches over this three decade career, over three decade career, that there were many Davis Cup matches where I knew I had to win all three rubbers. I had to win my singles on Friday, best of five sets. I had to recover Friday night to do the doubles, either with Mahesh or with Gaurav Natikar or with Ramesh Krishnan or with Zishan Ali. I had to win the doubles. But then I had to recover on Saturday night to win the singles on Sunday morning. And that is not easy. So when you talk about the Chile tie, Mahesh did a great job winning that fifth rubber against Silberstein. When you talk of the Frejus tie in the south of France, Ramesh Krishnan did a great job winning that fifth rubber against the young French guy, Rudolf Gilbert, who succumbed under the pressure of his own crowd. But whether you talk of the tie against Goran Ivanisevic and Croatia in 95 in September in Delhi at the NSCI, it took me five and a half months to recover from that rubber because that five-set match took so much of emotional, mental and physical energy out of me that my five-foot-ten frame... <laughs> just kind of wilted under the Delhi heat. But yet I kept on persevering and facing up to that Goran Ivanisevic serve and power that the body blows through that five-hour match really knocked the stuffing out of me. You do realize you're quite hopeless because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to deflect glory to you and as usual, you're deflecting glory towards other people. Instead of talking about yourself, you're talking about Mahesh winning the reverse. Ramesh Krishna winning the reverse. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's why your fans love you for that. Sorry, finish finish what you're saying. I had to interrupt you there. I think, uh, at least for me, my journey is about showing the champion in others. You know, I think that to sit here and talk about my Grand Slam wins or 18 of them or Davis Cups or Olympics is sure. I mean, it's easy to do. It's all been documented. But at the end of the day, to find the champion in that Uber driver who returns the old lady her wallet or to find the champion in young John, who's a firefighter at Precinct 1 in Battery Park City, New York, who is a firefighter right now at Precinct 1 because his father died in 9-11. Or to look at that ball kid who's ball kidding for me behind, this, behind on the baseline because he wants to emulate me and be a Wimbledon champion. To me, these stories are beautiful. And I think that the brand value that I have to shine a spotlight onto showing the champions in others, especially in common people, who don't get a chance to be on the Rishikesh show or don't get a chance to make a break point of their own. That is a journey that I'm embarking on and I love that. I think that every human being has strengths and weaknesses, but I like to play music on their strengths because to me, life is more fun that way. Let's end with Yana, your lovely daughter. You see, I know you're an emotional man. Whenever you talk of Uncle Ves, Dr. Vespace, your coaches, your childhood friends like Sunny Uthup, me, you tend to get emotional. But as parents, we have to be practical as well as emotional. Let's sign off with the values you're trying to impart to Yana, your lovely daughter. Everybody, 1st of October, break point. You have to watch it. Leander on Yana. 
You and I, Rishi, have been blessed to have the senior Kanans and the senior Pazes who have taught us well, who have taught us what parenting is all about. I have been a single parent all through Ayana's life. And just as you have with Tiara and the little one, and Anchal and you have given such great opportunity to Tiara and the little one, and to be there for her and give her wind within her wings to fly high and to fly far. And as Ayana's embarked on a very ambitious journey to be the third generation Olympian in our family, I'm so blessed that she's chosen tennis. She's got a scholarship at the IMG Tennis Academy in Bradenton, Florida, where I've been for the last 30 years. So as much as it makes it a little, little easier for me because it's tennis, but it also puts more pressure on Ayana and myself to make a success out of her. To me, I think to develop a good human being and a good person that she can make a difference in society importance and I'm so proud of Ayana because she's handled triumph and defeat already in her life and she's handled it with such grace. It's been my greatest honor to play for all my fans out there because just as I am trying to be the wind within Ayana's wings to help her fly, every one of you supporting me through my 30-year tennis career and through my ups and downs in my life, y'all have been the wind within my wings and I really appreciate every one of you. I hope you'll enjoy Breakpoint, the first of few stories to come. And Rishiket, to you, I love you so much. I wouldn't be half the man I am today without you. From knowing you from the time I was three years old till now, you've been not only a confidant, not only a brother, not only the guy who actually should be in this seat with the Grand Slams in your table because you are so much better than I in tennis. But you're just really the brother I always wanted in my life. Thank you. Thank you, dear Leander. Please follow him on Instagram at Leander Pays, on Twitter at Leander and of course, on Facebook, again, Leander Pays, and you will know all the developments in his career as a fan and uh, somebody who loves him. And remember, 1st of October, Breakpoint on Z5. Thank you, Leander. Thanks, Mark.